Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to episode five of the Millennial Z podcast. I'm your host, Tommy. And I'm back again with another episode. So let's get this show on the road. All right, let me start with this. I think I'm slowly getting a hang of this solo podcasting. But solo podcasting, yeah. Slowly, slowly getting a hand of talking to myself, which is actually very weird when you think about it. But yeah, don't worry. Future episodes, we will have some more guests on. So you won't just be hearing me for however long this episode will be. So yeah. Okay, what do I want to start with? Let me start with this. I'm pretty sure I said this in the first episode, but I'm decorating my room. Well, my parents have I'm decorating my room and you know, it's going it's going well so far. I'm waiting for some stuff to come. So my room will be looking nicer. But now my parents have decided to redo our bathrooms during lockdown. Fair enough. Understandable. And we sort of had to. There were some problems, but we figured out one. Anyway, so currently we're redoing two of our bathroom two of the bathrooms. And it's not good because that means there's one bathroom left. And that bathroom don't have a shower, it just has the bath. So it's four people, three adults, one teenager, <laughs> sharing one bath. And Omar, I'm not gonna lie to you. It is not easy. It is not easy. Especially in the mornings. Thankfully, none of us have to go to work or I have to go to work, but I don't normally start work till later on in the day, so it's fine. So, it hasn't been too much of a problem. And lockdown's helped. lockdown has been a blessing and a curse in that. So, we move. But it has meant that we've had to use bucket baths. And it's made me come to realise bucket baths were a part of our childhood as a millennial. Or most people, well, most people from... I say most people from African descent. We love the good bucket bath. Pour the bucket, just showering with the bucket. Bucket baths are the fantastic. And that champion pour when there's there's like a quarter of the water left in the in the bucket. You lift that bucket up and you pour it on yourself. That champion pour. Like you just won NBA championship and you're popping bottles, popping champagne, and you're just pouring it all over yourself. That's that's the feeling that you get with the champion pour of the bucket bar. I'm not sure if it's called champion pour, that's what I'm calling it. The champion pour is a it's a great part of my, my millennial childhood. So yeah, I thought I'd just share that anecdotal thought with you guys. But if you've never had a bucket bar, I will say, just try it. Just once in your life, just have one bucket bath. You don't even need nothing too shabby. Just one big, one bucket that don't really use no more. You need just like a smaller container. I don't normally people use um, old ice cream boxes to scoop up the water. You know, my, we have some. I don't even know what we have. Some white bowl type thing. That's what we use. Works a treat. I must say, it works an absolute treat. So yeah, I thought I should share with that with you guys. Also, let me let me move on to this. A couple of days ago, 
if I let me not say a couple of days ago, let's say about, I think it was about a week ago now actually, there was a thing going around on Twitter, and I'm sure if you re- if you have Twitter and you re- probably did see it, it probably rattled you as much as it rattled me. To spend five thousand pounds in one year, you have to spend thirteen pounds and seventy p daily. Think about that number. Thirteen pounds and seventeen p for three hundred sixty-five. Well, if it's a leap year, three hundred sixty-six days in a calendar year, and you spent five thousand pounds, and the tear went into a frenzy. So sure, yes, that's one way to look at it. Saying, "Raw, this is how I'm just wasting money anyhow." But look at the flip side to that. If you spend, you save thirteen pound seventy daily. That's five bags. Can't, can't. The, 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 the math is there. The math is lying. Check on your calculator if you don't believe me. But yeah, so it goes to show that not everything in life is negative. You can think about the positives of the situation. So on the subject of that five thousand, that that on the sub. Wow, I'm really, I'm really fighting English today. Why am I fighting English language? This is what lockdown has done to me. I can't even speak English properly. So um, on spending five, uh, saving that type of money, saving that. If I let me just move on, English is. I'm really fighting English today. They listen to the weed, 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 shamans, and they love us. So now. Okay, let me let me move on to this. In lockdown, well, okay, not even in lockdown. When you first become eighteen, you're saying in, in the UK at least you can, you can buy a drink, buy alcohol. So normally people try to find whatever drink is their signature drink. During lockdown, I think I found, I think I have found my own personal signature drink. Velvet. I'm putting you. I'm putting you people on. Velvet. Disarana, I want to shout out the lady from Costco that recommended this drink for me because I bought a bottle of Bailey's. You the real MVP. Velvet Disarana? Top notch stuff. Top notch. I must say. So it made me come to realize that I really need to diversify my drinking palette. It's very poor. It's very, very basic at this point. I mean, before lockdown, the only things I, the only things I'd be drinking, a young cider, a young Copperberg recorder league, a brandy, because that's legit the only alcohol we have in the house. Our African uncles, that's that's the drink I will always associate with African uncles. Whether it's Corsier, Jack Daniels, even though Jack Daniels is a whiskey, uh, Remy Martin, Martel, all of them, they are in my eyes, they are. African uncle drinks. I've come to realize that they are potent drinks as well. Forty percent. I you don't realize. And now uncle, and these uncles would just be gulping it down straight. No mixer, no nothing. Just straight. I have to, I have to, I have to commend them for that. But anyway, let me segue back onto what my drinks. So yeah, a young that maybe a Bailey's once in a while, and um, maybe the odd white wine. So in lockdown, I've I've diversified my palate. My palate is far more, far more better. Got 
couple reds in there some uh, rose females why did you not put us on on roses you know roses are legendary stuff legendary stuff beautiful stuff i must say beautiful stuff rose yeah so yeah shout out timmy timmy put me on rose beautiful drink and now velvet de serrano see so, yeah i'm trying to slowly diversify my my, my, my palette so Anyone wants to to uh, hook me up on some some drinks, some drinks I should try. Send me a young voice note voice note via anchor, or send me you know a quick quick text message, quick message, quick DM, quick slide into the DM, send me something. Because yeah, in this life we need to we need to diversify our tastes. We can't be with the millennials after all. It's our our, our generation our generation is known for its uh its change and its um. Not sticking to the say to the standard. Yes, not sticking to the standard. We change, we diversify. So me too. Let me let me me too diversify. Let me let me let me segue to this. Do you sometimes just look at something and realize how on earth has this happened, or how is this be? be? You may wonder what what was brought this about. So I saw I saw so there was a car crash that happened outside my estate, and um, so the I don't know who these people were. Maybe the uh, some people I don't know who they were. They were controlling the traffic because they were still trying to clear the cars. So I'm sitting in my car and I cannot see what's happened to the two cars, and I don't understand how this accident happened because. When you see an accident, you'll be able to tell how who's hit, who, who's probably at fault. So if like the back end of one car and the front end of another car are totaled, you know, okay, he hit him. Or if one side of a car is totaled and the front of a car is finito, you understand, okay, so he hit him on the side like that, T-boned him. These two, the damage was fed on. I don't get it. Head on damage, both cars right off. I'm just there thinking, how on earth has this accident happened? Because the from from the mass I was, the mass of physics I was doing in my head, the only way this accident could have real theoretically happened if they were driving on the same side of the road and boom, they just hit each other face on, which makes no sense. Admittedly, yes, it's a single carriageway, but it's not like it's. Two different times of the room. I was, I was just so confused, and it and it ruined my part of my day because I was stuck in traffic for like twenty minutes. But we'll leave that one. But yeah, I was just there thinking, how does the stuff like this happen? And it goes to show, some people should not be on the roads because what is this? So yeah, stuff like that. What else? What else can I think of that's random stuff that's happened to me that i'm thinking how on earth has this happened or when you see like like the weather in this country the weather in this country can baffle you sometimes one minute you look outside all right it's raining still all right let me not let me not go out anymore 20 minutes later later the sun will be so bright you'll, you'll be thinking you're in lagos and be and then then like an hour later it will start raining again. 
the weather in this England country baffle, will never cease to never baffle me. Because it can ruin it can just ruin your plans. Thinking, ah, oh, can't do that. But then, wait, maybe I can do that. You want to go do it? Now you can't do it again. Nah, the, the weather in this country baffles me. So, 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 so the weather is actually so so unnecessary at times in this country, but it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Alright, so let me let me move on to this. Let me start with this. Why can't TV um production companies not follow instructions and you may think don't worry what are you saying they can't follow instructions all right why is it that whenever a book is not adapted to the film the film is always trash the film is always trash percy jackson trash ah the books probably my probably my all time one of my all-time favorite books the, the movie the movies Diabolical. Um, what else is there? Oh yeah, what well, Ruben recommended. I personally, I ain't never watched it, but Artemis Fowl. Apparently, that's trash. Um, what other stuff? Kind of, I can't even think of anymore. But yeah, ah, oh, some of these production companies should be a shit. Oh, Game of Thrones. After, cause well, that's that's a, that's a bit of a dicky one actually because. From the beginning, they didn't totally stick to the books, but that's a story for another day. You know, but yeah, I can't think of any more. But why can't these production companies simply follow the books? The books were good. The books have given you your script. All you need to do is cast the correct actors. But no, you now want to you now want to diverge to the left. You want to diverge to the right. Stick on the stick on the path they have given you. But no, you want to diverge. And this lead, and that actually leads on to my another point. Deep production companies, they, don't, they actually don't like to listen to instruction. What? Prequels and sequels to films. Why, why, majority of the time, why are they all of some of all the English? I'm really struggling with English today. Why are they. They don't live up to expectation. Like Independence Day, the first one, I love that film. Put that film on right now, I can watch it right now. The second one. The second one, don't get me started on the second one. Why? Admittedly, yes. At the end of the film, they left it so they could make a second one. But only because you can do that does not mean you need to do it. Please, you don't really need to do it. There was this, uh, what's it called second uh, independence. There was a resurgence. Whatever it's called, there was, there was no need for that film. The Mummy, first Mummy film, amazing. The second, the second one, it was alright, it was alright, I can allow it. The third one, Tomb of the Dragon, the third one. There was so much wrong with that film. For starters, they didn't even have Rachel Weiss in it. They cast one other British, uh, nah, that from, from when they didn't cast the correct characters. That's why I knew Ah Otishina Ah Otishina And yeah the third the third one was terrible. What else was there? Greece Greece two? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. 
Now you see me too. Mm -mm. Admittedly, they are probably one of the best teams that we'll ever see from one of the best cinematic film cinematic scenes that we'll ever see. That that uh, scene with the, the the guard from the trying to secure the chip for the guy, for the rich guy. Elite scene. Elite scene. I don't think that that's top five scene of all time. Two baby. But the film itself is not as good as the first one. Can't lie. Then the last one I'm gonna talk about. I'm gonna talk about. We're gonna discuss this one for a bit. Fast and Furious. Everything after Fast and Furious Five, they should have left alone. Fast Six. What's Fast Six? Fast Six was there in what's it called? Sure, in it. Uh, younger brother. And when I let the Letty the front from time, they said that Letty was alive. This franchise was done out here. Because why is she alive? We all saw her die in number four. And she lost her and they said uh oh yeah, by the way, this is a spoiler alert. If you never watch Fast and Furious, I'll put a spoiler alert a bit later. But this is a spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So I'm sorry. But yeah. Hetty is alive? Really? That some of the stunts got wilder and wilder and made less and less sense. And they moved away from the essence of Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious is about racing, about the cars. Now you have man rob robbing banks. Um, they, what did they do? Stealing, stealing money from, from drug lords. That's what that was five, six. Six, they were trying to save the world because they wanted to build a doomsday weapon. What was seven? What was seven? Or oh, seven was his show's brother, ain't it? And they got, and they got, um, what's it called? Uh, they built, they got the, the, the eye thing, the eye thing that can sense, pick you up from anywhere in the world. I forgot what it's called. Eight, I ain't watched eight. I ain't I, I, I couldn't do eight. Listen, when I saw the trailer for eight, that was a mazaline. And you're now telling me that these man managed, <laughs> these man are taken out from time in seven when these man. No, it wasn't seven. Six from these man took down a plane. They took down a plane. They took down deep what I said, and this was no ordinary plane. This plane was one, one big team plane. They took that plane down, and I'm also another thing that bugged me about that scene. Why was the plane on the runway for so long? No runway in the world is that long. From time it should have been flying. They took down that plane. I can't believe we let that one side. Then in seven, what did they do in seven? Oh, in seven, when they jumped out the plane in in, in just one in one stand area in central in Central Asia. Please, does that make sense? To 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 rob a armored car, car armored car uh envoy. They jumped out of a plane. Does that make sense to you guys? Then in eight, apparently they're taking out some marines. Apparently they're so called dumb from from an explosion. Please, does it make sense to you? Does it make sense to you? Production companies, think think about it. Production companies, can you really sit down and think about your script before you put it out? Please, that's all that's all we are asking for. For it to make sense. For it to flow continuously. For it to make sense. To make sense to you. Does it make sense when you when you're reading through the script? Does it make sense? Is this thing real life? 
okay, admittedly it's a film and you want certain elements of it, obviously not to be a real life, of course. But come on, use common sense. Common, common sense really is not common in this day and age. Use common sense and think about it. Can this happen in real life? Okay, admit, as I said, admittedly, films shouldn't make that. But can this can the, the physics of this make sense? Because the science behind some of these films are a madness. And you're just there thinking, nah, this can this this can't run. This cannot run. But at the same time it's running. And there's nothing you can do about it. And we'll be in cinema again for number and I'm pretty sure number nine is coming up. And the second Hobson Shorts is coming up. But yeah, these production companies just think. Think I use small small sense before you, you know, decide to do these things. Okay. So Let's move on to this. What I'm about to say is going to be very controversial. But when you guys just just hear me out, just hear me out. Black Beatles by I'm going to butcher his name, Race Ramad, featuring Gucci Mane, is arguably one of the most impactful songs ever ever yes you heard me yes you heard me ever and you might be thinking to me i got mad yeah i really got mad yeah i've gone mad and you have no one to tell you but i have not gone mad think about this in this in this era of social media or uh, tiktok for example all these tiktok videos all these videos that you be seeing with songs Black Beatles blew it up. The mannequin challenge. Look, think about this. Think about this. Just, just. Yes, there were songs before Black Beetle. We had, we had crank that. So yeah, by a bendy, oh, what you gonna watch me? Oh, what you wanna do by a Superman? I want me you. I want me you. Yes, we had soldier boy. We had, we had the Harlem Shake. I think Harlem, Harlem Shake came out at the same time. So we had Harlem Shake. We had, uh, what else did we have? We had Gangnam Style, everyone, you know. Yeah, we had Gangnam Style. Black. Uh, did I say Harlem Shake? You only had the Harlem Shake as well, Harlem Shake. Everyone did the Harlem Shake. Black Beatles blew it up. Because there, there was a stretch of time, all you would ever see was the Mannequin Challenge. And Black Beatles, made the mannequin challenge just, uh, just think about it just think about it with me you you start, you you realize i'm not making sense and everything that's come afterwards black beetles blew it up onto social media now you have what else what else have we had recently we had in my feelings uh shiki shout to shiki uh shiki jake jake you, you really be thanking shiki for that shiki did that in my feelings challenge uh, what other, what other crazy, what other dance viral things are there? Uh, we also have, uh, Juju on the Beat. Juju on the Beat came out time ago, but I saw another dance one. They have TikTok. TikTok just blew everything up. We had, like, Renegade, uh, Say So, Savage, uh, what else is there? What else is there? Um, um something, 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 something new, something new, Lottery, Out West. Wipe it down, which is my personal favorite. I know, wipe it down. I see some wavy wipe it down challenges. You might not creatives out here. You might not the real creatives out here. Tootsie slide, Drake, Drake again. But yeah, 
Black Beatles was the pioneer, the OG, the, 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 the champion, the starter. Black Beatles walked, so all of these ones could run. And I would die on this hill. If Black Beetle came out today, do you know how many American challenges will we see? Uh, and it, do you know how many socially distance? Because you know, social distancing and that. Do you know how many socially distancing distance mannequin challenge we would see if Black Beatles came out today? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. So yes, I will stand by this point. Mannequin challenge is the OG in this. In this. Nothing more, nothing less. Okay. Oh, enough of uh, dance by viral dance videos. Let me let me segue into this. Masks are a pain in the ass, and you may wonder why I say this. You people that don't have to wear glasses. Count yourself very fortunate. Because wearing a mask and glasses is, is wickedness personified. Wickedness personified. You may you may you may you may wonder, Tony, why are you saying this? You know how hard it is. If you first start you put your put the mask on, do you know how hard it is to balance your glasses on your nose in such a position that A you can see and B when you are breathing? Is of steaming up your glasses 24-7. It's hard. And if you have a big head like me, because if you have a big head like me, your glasses just slipping down your face anyhow. Anyhow, your glasses are just slipping down your face. It's hard. It's hard. Nah. NHS workers that be having to do this for, for who knows how long. Nah, you the real MVPs. Listen, I'm telling you, some health masks are a health hazard in themselves as well because do you know how steamy and misty your face gets how sweaty you get and with some of the heats we've had in the past couple of weeks i'm surprised we we haven't seen people collapse nah it gets steamy under a mask and having to wear that all day eight hours just nine hours just nah nah i'm very thankful i only have to do four, four hours just at work but yeah man you people wear masks on a consistent basis. Nah, it's not the one. It is not the one still. Masks. Soon sooner we find a vaccine for this for this COVID COVID the better because I ain't trying to see masks in I ain't trying to see masks in 2020. 2021. I won't lie to you. I ain't trying to wear a mask in 2021. Please let me just I ain't trying to do that. Then on top of that, you don't have to wear a shield. Nah, it is long. Mask, shield, and gloves. And you people in the NHS have to wear double masks. Nah, impossible, impossible. I can never, I can't do it. I'm tired. We we have had and we've actually had enough. Please, please, we've had enough. Let us just leave us be. Leave us be. Let us. Corona gotta go. We need to find a vaccine ASAP. Corona has got to go at this point. We need to find we need to find a vaccine soon because this one ain't it. This one ain't it. Let me move on to to this 
probably my last thing I'll talk about for four summers of the week. But freedom is coming to us. Lockdown's easing up at last. We started off with retail, retail stock stores opening. Then uh, barbers were open. Man, them fatty got their trims because we have been looking bummy. And when I say we've been looking bummy, the bumminess has been peak. You see, the beasts have been held up. It's been disgusting. So yeah, barbers got opened. For now, now the ladies can get their nails done. So guess what, man? Them guess what, people? Guess what we're gonna see on Monday? Everyone's sto- all these female stories. All nails. All nails. End of the month. From the from the end of the month, we can kick. Our uh, gyms are opening. Finally, get those proper workouts. As much fun as our own workouts have been, they don't slap like going to the gym, lifting them weights, doing the machines, doing your sets, doing your reps. Nothing hits at the gym. As much as these home workouts have been. But yeah, and I think at this point, most of us have lost motivation to do our, our home workouts. So opening up the gyms are good. And the key thing from all of that, I can kick ball. I can play football. Do you know, I think it's been, I haven't played football this calendar year, I believe. I'm pretty sure I've not played football in 2020. And lockdown has made me appreciate how much I actually love playing football. Yes, I love watching it. Die hard Arsenal hand here. As I said, I'm in, I'm in spiritual bondage with Arsenal. I like, well, I don't like FIFA at the moment. FIFA 20 or FIFA 20 has not been a great FIFA at all. But all in all, I like playing football. I like playing football on FIFA. Never Pez. But my love for playing football. I didn't realise how good, how, how strong and how firm it was. I can't wait to get ball. By fire, by force, I will kick ball this. In the month of July, I will play football. When there is a will, there is a way, and I'll play football this month. I'll find the national turf. But yeah, you know, it's a nice positive note to end it all on before Tommy's selections. Okay, okay, Tommy's selections of the week. So, what songs have I been listening to? Um, let me start with... Um, Mantis Blanco, Weeby Tube Blanco, giving us consistent, consistent music. So start with Blanco, uh, Memphis. Um, what else have I been listening to? Uh, we'll, we'll give Ram some love. Rams is really, I, I, I want to shout out Rams actually. He's really, he's really grown as an artist. He's, 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 he's changed his clothes, changed his style. You know, when we knew him from Barking, Family Tree. Brixton Doctor Circus, hard tune, hard. Respect Rams, respect Rams. So Brixton Oxford Circus, we're gonna put that there. And a bit of Khalid, of uh, what's it called? Free Spirit. What's it called? No, oh, Free Spirit. Sorry, oh, I'm saying Free Spirit. Of American Team, Young Dumb and Broke, because if you're most millennials, this, this, this really relates to us millennials. We're all young. Okay, we're not dumb. Okay, two thirds of it relate. 
we're not dumb, we're a very smart generation, but majority of us are broke. Maybe like me, you're broke. And it is what it is. So yeah, those are my music selections. TV show I recommend, Ozarks. Marty Bird? Marty Bird? That guy, that guy can. That guy can be my accountant. No, like my financial advisor. Can advise me on my finances? That guy can do it for me. So yeah, I believe we'll wrap up the pod there. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast this week. And this is your host, Tommy, signing out. Peace.